A very warm welcome to Can You Just Say, a podcast about you. I'm joined today with fellow co-hosts, uh, Stu McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, by the way? You've not done that yet. Oh, shit. I'm Gemma Flynn. Why can't I get this right? That's right. I'm Gemma Stu. Flynn. Let's start again with me. <laughs> and you're Stu. Yep. Welcome, Stu. Hi. And welcome, Siobhan Hello. Yes. Flawless victory. Fucking hell. Oh, man. Episode five. <laughs> I got a presents. Okay, episode five, Living with the Enemy. Oh, hey. The name Love of it. it. Nice. Absolutely. Um, I'd just like to make an announcement first, something that I found out, which I forgot to say on the last episode. Mm. Um, anybody who knows me in real life, IRL, mm-hmm. will know that I'm a big fan of The O.C. <gasps> Acclaimed... Uh, teen drama The O.C. I would love that <laughs> show um, absolutely Sandy Cohen big fan big fan of Sandy Cohen well Annika from you is his daughter real life daughter IRL daughter yep gorgeous what a gorgeous family Makes that's sense. nice yep she's got the eyebrows nice oh god yep. what a legacy from Sandy um, yeah. that's, that's all that's, <laughs> that's, that's my that's why I just wanted to get that in there before yep. we start by the way yeah Siobhan, you're a little younger than me, right? What age are you? I'm 26. 26. I'm 32. So when I was watching The O.C., I was like in first year of uni. Right. And a lot of the... Oops, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of the ladies at the time, we were all very, very much a fan of Seth I Cohen. Mean, who wasn't that? Exactly, right? So formative... What the listeners are going to hear now is me Googling who Seth Cohen is. <laughs> well, yeah, you might not know. Sorry. Adam Brody Adam is really yeah. like name like yeah. us. But Seth Cohen... You know, that character, I feel that many of the people that I've had sex with since I learned about Seth Cohen have been <laughs> Seth Cohen-esque, you know, in a, in a I way. think I saw a tweet recently that mm. was like, the worst thing to happen to an entire generation of women is Seth Cohen. <laughs> yeah, and that is me. Agree. Th- dead. Why, I mean, why is that? Because it's like funny guys. But he's or, actually a fuckboy. Yeah, mm. he's, yeah. And he's really self-absorbed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a stand-up comedian, I actually find that quite triggering. (laughs) (laughs) You've probably gotten laid purely off the back of that for (laughs) some guy I've never heard of. Thank you, Seth Cohen. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) All valid. Yeah, sure. Um, So. What Here happens? We, are. we always look to Siobhan when we need a synopsis because me and Gemma never know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I mean to actually read a synopsis. Sure, that would be not? great because honestly, as I, I, I've watched this twice and we just clicked through it there yeah. in the lounge to remind ourselves, and I still don't know. Apart from the park bit, I don't remember any of this. But episode. you're right to say that if there's not a big set piece or something big, it is hard yeah. to pin down exactly what details totally. are in this it's one. It's kind of too, but wedged between two kind of. This is a filler episode. Although I don't yeah. think episode four had. <laughs> Excuse me. Not while not while Siobhan's in the cupboard. Can you say that? It's a okay. favourite. <laughs> Living with the enemy. So Peach continues to be suspicious of Joe, who seeks a way to neutralise her. Peach makes a show of introducing Beck to a famous literary agent, but when he hits on Beck and tells her the negative things Peach said about her, Beck blows up at Peach. I do remember that. Joe sees through Peach's subsequent faked suicide attempt and in, a, in accessing her laptop comes to realise she is obsessed with Beck. Knowing that Peach will always win Beck's affection, Joe follows Peach on her morning run in Central Park and hits her over the head with a rock. Joe arrives home to find that Paco has drugged Ron to protect his mother. Joe saves Ron, but the unhinged Ron... 
Beats <laughs> You hear that, Gemma? <laughs> Joe learns that Peach is alive. Right. That does sound like there's a lot to be fair. Actually, yeah, yeah let's unpack. So, yeah. I would like to start with. Let's unpack or the show more like. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, the episode starts with Joe talking about the mornings that him and Beck have together. Uh, Do you know what the worst thing about their mornings are? I come to Joe. What? That they end. Do you know what I think the worst things are about the mornings? And it's what Gemma Flynn has written down. That we have to see. He them. sniffs her pants. He smells it. Yeah, he's a classic straight down the line panty sniffer, this guy. <laughs> classic. Could yeah. you tell who was a panty sniffer just from day to day life? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. In the street, I could look <laughs> at that guy. point them out, be like, that, panty sniffer. That guy Is pants. Alan Sugar a panty sniffer? Great question, Siobhan. No. And why not? I just think he'd think that was a, a nonsense. I don't think he has time to <laughs> sniff panties. I think Agreed. he would see that as a sort of frivolous. What about Daniel Day named Gareth Elahi? Do you know who is a pant sniffer? If I can answer that question quickly, absolutely. Carry on. Claude. Claude. Claude! I reckon Claude would playfully sniff panties to do a bit. I'm yeah. not sure if he'd be raking through the washing basket. Yeah. Okay, anyway. However, for, Daniel Dead named Gareth straight up, yeah. No, Weapons grade panties. For sniffer. not apprentice fans, this is the. Uh, <laughs> episode 5 we're still talking about The Apprentice it's a great format <laughs> oh, I love it I love it so much oh, but yeah Siobhan thank you thank you fine. so yeah he smells her so underwear he smells her underwear uh, yeah you're right he says the worst thing is that they always end yeah. And then the evenings they spend with her pals, which I'm like, why does he need to be there? Yeah, that was. If I was bad. one of the girls, I'd be like, why is this prick always here? And he's hanging about, looking absolutely he's creepy on the periphery. He's got no mates. Why is that never an issue or a I red know. flag? It's I so know. bad. And honestly, I don't know if you've ever had that where it's an all girls thing and someone brings along their boyfriend. It's the last thing you want. Surely. The most annoying thing on earth. And as like, the boyfriend, if I was in that position, I would be like, well. I'm glad I'm glad you invited me or whatever, but obviously this is not for yeah, me. I'm I'm you. Yeah. Enjoy well, yourself. He just so in his monologue, his like narration, he's just slagging off her pals basically. Mm, yeah. But then he also says, Sometimes I swear I'm the only real feminist you know. Joe says that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first I'll thing I've written about episode five. <laughs> when when he first Pew. goes in, they're all talking about pubes, aren't they? Are they? Are they? I've written oh, all no. these daft lasses are talking about pubes. There was like a cut. Sometimes she thinks he's the only feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that's what you're meant to take from it. Like all oh, these daft women have just gone on about pubes all the time. Yeah, because well, they're that... like, well, it's either like Brazilian or like Fubush or something. But How like, often is... do you talk about pubes? I actually do think and talk about pubes quite a lot. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I would say like it's interesting. It is interesting because it's quite political I for mean, one. You know? I don't think that like. I would not talk about pubes in the same way that I think a lot of teenage boys talk about pubes. Like, I don't yeah. think teenage girls talk about pubes in that way. No, I think they find... Boys find it funny or something, right? Yeah. Teenage girls are kind of embarrassed. As you get older as women, you're a bit more like... Mm. Interesting, let's talk pubes, yeah. you know? But the, sure. see the pube chat, though, it was like... What it was was, you know when it cuts into a new scene and mm. they want to show the end of a conversation? Yeah. So yeah. you don't get any context there. And there's a few good examples of this across the series. But it's time talking about pubes. And I feel like you're meant to look at that and think they're, like, obsessed with appearance and stuff like that. Yeah, That's why I took that to mean, these sort of shallow, shallow women. Yeah. Well, maybe they're anyway. going to go on and talk about it all, you know, the revolution of, you know... <laughs> maybe, but that's not the vibe I was getting. There are, as... I mean, the, the comment about feminism is, like... That is 
I don't know, a tough part of this show a little bit, <laughs> which is that they kind of, they're, they're circling around the idea of feminism, but in its essence, this is not a feminist show. Agree. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, but do you think it's, it thinks it is? It's almost just covering it like it's a zeitgeisty thing or something like yeah. that, you know, and I don't know, maybe it thinks, like, like I was saying, I can't remember something recently, but like Vanderpump Rules, if anyone watches that, is really like this as well now, where it's like deeply unfeminist, but they mm. reference it all the time to just mean like be nice to women. Yeah. Wherever there's just a real misunderstanding of it all. Yeah. And it's depressing for me because it's like, fuck, this is where we're at now. People just see this as like a thing to go on t shirts or like, mm-hmm. you know, totally. it's not. And you just said that the writer of this episode is actually what a 46 year old yeah <laughs> or I don't know if he's like the showrunner or something show like that runner, yeah the okay, guy yeah. did Riverdale yeah. and I stuff think like they may be written by different people oh are they right I don't know maybe, maybe it's a lot I think no yeah, yeah I, think I always assume is, like, that it's written by different yeah, people yeah different people. but yeah 46 year old man so that's quite a lot of the time the way like Sex in the City famously is basically written by two gay men you know and they were much much older than the mm-hmm. women as well and a lot of the time content for women I don't know it's just like you look at it and it's like oh an old guy wrote this okay yeah because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get glimpses of that where it's like this feels like a female character written by a guy like that's what I was thinking when she in the last episode when she just started jacking it in the motel immediately I thought this has got a guy written all over yeah, it 100%. exactly like, yeah and the daddy issues thing yes yeah. exactly like why is she not moisturising her face or something like that? You know what I mean? When's yeah. she going to take her makeup off, like take her brow off, yeah. right? That's what you're doing <laughs> exactly. in a motel. What yeah. is it about motels that just make you want to shove your hand on your bra and take it off? <laughs> take it off immediately and fucking get the telly on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit in t- at the beginning of this where Joe's taking her out for a fancy meal or something. So Joe... Uh, oh, so that He's comes later. Up. That comes after. Oh, so right, basically... There's a whole big thing where Peach, again, is kind of, like, sussing him out to see if he's stolen the Osmo of Oz book. Oh. <sighs> One of the end? great motifs of this <laughs> When series? will it end? Maybe we should do a spin before we read that book. <laughs> we, uh, is, it re- is it a real book? Is it a real book? In question. the style of Lenihan. Um, then <laughs> Annika shows up at Mooney's bookstore, <laughs> and she's like, oh, this place is so cute, blah, 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 takes an Instagram picture, and she's like, smart girls buy their books. Or at Mooney's or something. Right. Um, Are we meant to think she's more vapid than all the other ones? Yeah. Because she's like the influencer. She's like the Instagram influencer, yeah. But they're all essentially that. I. Yeah, what's. Peach isn't deep just because she's not Annika. They're basically the same. Yeah. What what does Peach do for a living? Does she not just cut about being rich? (laughs) She's JD Salinger's granddaughter or something like that, yeah. Um, there, there isn't even a scene where she pretends to do a yoga class. I think she's on <laughs> the phone at one point in this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. When she's, like, talking about something. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a buyer or something. Yeah. Maybe her Let's whole go. job is to predict that one book. <laughs> like, Osby, <laughs> Just Osby, like, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know what her actual job is. But Annika is, yeah, an Instagram influencer. Um, shows up at Mooney's... She loves Joe. She, like she's the opposite of Pete. She right. really is a big fan of Joe. Um, but she also asked if they he did the Mooney's website on MySpace, which I good <laughs> 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 slam. Lovely slam, yeah. Um, and she reveals that <clears throat> she usually gets twelve thousand dollars for a selfie in glasses, right? Or cash living, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but yeah, and so the Instagram influence and things. So when she does this. T- 
thing for Moonies is that just for free? Yeah, so she's just mm. like, oh, like I'll help you out. Really but then nice. at some point, but then while she's in the shop, Joe is looking at her Facebook page, mm. like her private Facebook page, and she finds a, an old picture of Annika and Peach, and she's like, he's like, why is this not on your Instagram? Mm. And it is revealed that Peach has had a nose job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the many great reveals in the show. One of the many important <laughs> and great reveals in the show. Yes. Um, at which point he's like, "Why did you not? Why did you not post this on Instagram?" Yeah. And he's kind of like, "Oh, do you always run stuff by Peach before you post it?" Oh. Mm. Yeah. And Are so you then subservient? She, so then she mm. just is like, "Yeah, it's cute. I'm gonna post it." Fuck Peach. Fuck Peach. No stupid nose. Why does Joe hate Peach so much? Is it because Peach is the only one that steps to him? Yeah. But I can't remember who started this beef. I know. Well, you find out why Joe hates Peach. Why? Later in this episode. Why? Because Peach is in love with Beck. Oh, yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Of all people, you should. Have you even watched this show? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he hated her before you knew that, though. (laughs) Peach. Yeah. Yeah, but that's I mean, yeah, he's just always had a bit of a stink about Peach on the go. Sometimes people just don't get on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he just thinks that she's like a bitch and not the right person to be friends with Beck. Yeah, that yeah. is it. He wants Beck because he thinks she's not like all these other girls. Yeah. He wants oh, her to be removed from this group of friends. Is. Yeah, she is so yeah. she's more dull than Peach. But he's not really. Yeah, agree. He's not really picking up on Thank the. Thank you, Peach, my, my fellow <laughs> Peach. <laughs> I don't even say it to pick me and you up. I just genuinely. Uh, you know I'm a fan of Peach. <laughs> Queen Peach. As a reluctant Beck. But anyway. Yeah, but he's not picking up on the real charisma and charm of Peach, which we all took to so quickly, so quickly. right? You know? To be fair, she does use her charm and charisma to slay him all the time. <laughs> she slays him and she is not. She doesn't really have her be- her friend's best interests at heart. She yeah, she? Uh, she has been kind of from the beginning sort of saying to Beck loads like he's not very good, isn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. For, you know? yeah, it's almost it. interesting that she takes the game to Joe and she hates Joe. Would rather Joe's out the picture, mm-hmm. uh, out of self interest rather than interest for Beck. Mm. But ultimate, ultimately, obviously, that would be good for Beck because Joe's a fucking massive <laughs> creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then you're yeah the point about him them they're dressing up to go on like a Fitzgerald tour of New York. My next question was how does Joe make his money? He works in works the in movies. Yeah, but how much is he getting paid to work in this shitty fucking bookshop? Well, he's yeah. the like store a- manager. Lest we forget. I mean, I, I know exactly that doesn't add up, does it? He's living no. in New York. It's a bit friends, isn't it? You know, yeah. How's he got affording that that rent? You yeah. know what I mean? Um. But he does seem like the kind of guy, Joe, who might have like a creepy side hustle or something well, he's like also that. You know what I mean? Cal, so what's he doing with that money, really? Exactly. Does he go to the pub? Meatball no, subs. No avocado Meatball toast. Meatball subs for free. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping that. Gets his watches for free. I don't know if that's in this episode or the next one. Next, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. So, yeah, he's not really spent. His, his outgoings are not that high. Agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. I guess. Although he's, he's got a really mint car as well. Though. And he's, he's running like... not his car, though. That's the old man who owns the books shop's oh, car. Oh, right. daddy. I should have known that, should I? <laughs> his daddy He's got daddy issues. He does, yeah. But that wasn't his actual daddy, That's was not it? his dad. Doesn't need to be a daddy. Did we find out about his daddy? Mm, I think you sure. men- he mentions it a bit in this episode. <laughs> 
Um, he's got about four phones on the go as well. That's going to be a lot of bills, right? Probably. So. <laughs> yeah. One of them isn't his, though, to be fair. All right, yeah. Two of them aren't his. Ah. One yeah. is Benji's. Someone else He's just playing Snake on that Rip Benji. And one is uh, <laughs> Beck's old phone. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's when that thing happens, and Annika rings in a crisis mm-hmm. because a racist video of her has been anonymously posted yeah. online. It's so what is it she says again? She says something about. She black, says something. She, only black guys are into it or something. Yes, mm. along, something along those lines. Like, white guys aren't into fat girls. But it's innocuous oh, enough yeah, to put it. it on the show. It's not like the N word. Yeah, whatever, no, right? it's not like uh, Michael Richards' rant. Uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah. um, but very of the moment, all of this, isn't it? Like, yeah, cancel culture. Cancellation culture. Then they've got that other friend who's just a total non entity. Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about how. She's like a vacuum or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's Mr. Charisma. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he turns up at their parties and just sits in the corner and doesn't say anything and judges them. I would like and to say... And then acts like he's an yeah. asset. Somebody who is Mr. Charisma is Ethan from the bookshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's you're He's learning uh, to play authentic Russian folk music in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his thing, because originally I was like, he's going to be a great cook, but then it turns out his thing is just random shit every yeah. episode. Yeah, I say something <laughs> random. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, He's like an actual comedian, that guy. He's in Crashing, the Pete Holmes. Uh, uh, I've only seen a bit of that. Yeah. I quite like it. Yeah. Please do another stand Yeah. Um, so then we get to the main kind of bit of the bit of the episode, the which nub. is when Beck Beck's tutor is going to set her up with a literary agent, mm. and Peach is like, "Oh, I wish I'd known. I'm obviously a Salinger. I could totally have set <laughs> you up. Obviously, yeah. I mean, my family. Uh, I could have set you up with a literary agent. Yeah. Mm. And when does, does he represent anyone? Mm. Pulitzer Prize winners, <laughs> Booker Prize winners, all that shit." Just to usurp the agent. Exactly. And then does she not offer to. She's like, yeah, he'll come in tomorrow. We'll shut the bookshop down. It's like, you've got no feeling for logistics at all. They're just gonna. The letter agent will be free at yeah. the drop of a hat. He must live nearby. Mm. The bookstore won't need to be open. You can just throw money at all these That's money, though, isn't yeah. it? That is money talks. Yeah, I love that. Money does talk. That's what I love <laughs> to enjoy in these shows. Like, just rich people without any administrative issues. Yeah. Just like, we're getting it done. Not on hold for hours on the Never phone. Never on hold. Um, never trying to like be in a group chat like when are we all free uh, like yeah. maybe send out a doodle poll <laughs> it's just like no we're closing yeah. this big shop we're coming in literally agent Peach. Booker Prize bam yeah. <laughs> here we go what's happening do you have yeah. a literary agent Gemma no although I would like one yeah so please <laughs> it's the same email for the cash slaves and the literary agents <laughs> so we can give it out again at the end that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the sweet spot <laughs> 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 I'm trying to put together a book called uh, Academics Work. You don't get a literary agent. You just fucking... Totally. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Uh, yeah. What's the book about? Have we been through this? It's about... It's a punishment and spectacle series. Right. So I'm just going to... Based on your lectures. Based on the lectures. Just going to make it into a book. Zeitgeist. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'll do a chapter about you. You absolutely yeah. should. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, I'm, part two of my do you have a literary agent question was... I know you don't have a letter agent now, but do you ever go to these sort of events? Mm. 
with book people. Yeah. Um, book learning. You I look would... down on that, don't you, like Lord Sugar? <laughs> no, I've definitely, I've... I'll, I'll I can see you with a white wine walking around pretending to give a shit. Oh, 100%. Like, maybe <laughs> five nights of my week every week are me at wine receptions. Like, really? that is what I'm at shit. all the time. I've had to be, like, I've had to sort of bring, bring it back a little bit, like, you know, because a lot of academic events, it'll be like you go to a lecture mm. and then afterwards there's a wine reception. Everyone gets fucked up at the wine reception Sounds and then it's boring. like slamming and jamming. <laughs> Do people fuck at these things? A hundred percent. There's so much fucking in wow. academia and it all happens at the wine receptions, guys. Oh, fair you know. Um, Got to take it where you can get it. Again. If Absolutely anyone would wine. like to invite us to a podcast reception, <laughs> That'd be nice, yeah. I would be fully, I'm available anytime. Yeah, we could have one here. Yeah, we cans in here. <laughs> Cans. Cans. How many guests do you fit in here? Do One they also more, have to be podcasters or? Yeah, yes. it's just us and Scott Ackerman <laughs> or Marty, producer Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we could. Yeah, let's do it. The pod podcast reception. It's just us and that boring one about QI that I'll never listen to about fishies. What's that? No such thing as a fish. Oh. oh, the porn, the dad porno people will get My dad wrote a porno. They're huge. Yeah, they, they are huge. They've like the kings or something. They'd be a good we should play the kings. I 100% think we should play the kings. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I have the flyers of that cursed image in the, the hall? Yes. I love it. We'll put flyers out for Apprentice and you, and then we'll just well, we'll vibe do, on the night. You know, yeah, no, no, like uh, the first half. Apprentice or you, second half. Or you. we could do it like a boardroom, but we're talking about you. The task yes. is you, an episode of you. Yeah, okay, that's great. A, that's, yeah, that's another experience day idea as well. Love the it. You experience day where we stalk them. Genuinely all. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to be wanked out from a hedge from three podcasters? Well, I'll be masturbating inside a hotel room for the whole day, <laughs> solo, anyway. <laughs> you know, that'll be part of it. <laughs> What anyway, else? what else happens in this episode? <laughs> um, racism. <laughs> racism, I yeah. mean, quite a lot with Paco and Ron. So, Paco is raging. Oh. He's a raging wee guy. Raging wee guy. At, because Ron is a shitbag. Yeah. Is this the one where he absolutely hates Wuthering Heights, or is that the next this one? This is, no, he's reading, so this is he's what happens. He's on his step. <laughs> Joe comes step. home mm -hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you're reading Wuthering Heights," mm -hmm. but actually, he's just taken the cover of Wuthering Heights and put it around a book that's like the prosecution of minors in New York State. Uh, that's what people used to do with like Nuts magazine and stuff. I think <laughs> inside <laughs> big books, mm. but it's about you know whatever. Yeah. So he's yeah, he's obviously going to try something. Something Fuck up Ron You're working man Ron As if Paco can let you down more He's going for Ron The <laughs> only thing you love truly Villain At Paco. this point Joe gives him The Count of Monte Cristo Yeah And he's like Read this It's about revenge Mm-hmm. I've never read it I've got no idea Never read it either Paco uh, later on I know on. someone who Is a DJ called The Count of Monte Disco Oh, that's great. That's good. I, I'm sorry, I don't know the DJ. I know someone whose mate is the DJ. Sure. That's right. I just <laughs> love the play on words. I, I, I don't want the kind of money disco to be listening to this. And take, I don't know who then. that guy is. <laughs> it's weird that he's pretending to know me. It's funny, you have to be quite honest on a podcast, don't you? You can't just make bold claims. <laughs> I mean, all of the listeners will get to the bottom of that if yeah. you're lying I know really. mm. uh, Paco's review of The Count of Monte Cristo is that it's crap basically he says that <laughs> later on he's like this book is crap 
<laughs> and that's not just some petulant kid. He's got discerning taste. No. He's read all the classics. He yep. He might, sure. And how old is he? What five? <laughs> <laughs> Let's place bets. How old is Paco? How? Eleven. Eight. I never know how old kids are. And me neither. If you had a gun to my head, I can can tell. If you're not a baby or an adult, I don't know what yeah. you are. Yeah. Um, do you own your own business or not? Like, <laughs> 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 that's like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that shit's going down. Yes, and so he tries to basically kill Ron, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yep, he poisons him. Mm-hmm. He puts sleeping tablets, I think, doesn't he? In and his grub or something. Yeah, in his mash. So then, <laughs> <laughs> so then Ron, as we just saw, Ron stumbles out into the hallway or something like that, and then does it happen right away or is this later? No. So no. what happens before that is Beck meets a slittery agent. And I think you wrote down a quote where Peach was like, "Oh, so then they he comes to pick Beck up in a limo, mm. and then he like tries to get fresh with her in the limo, <laughs> mm. um, and then she he's like, oh, Peach said that you're you're not good enough.' Oh, that shit goes down. Mm. Beck goes to meet Peach. Well, he offers her pills as well, and he's been clean since nine eleven. Because he he's coming onto her and then he starts touching her legs and groping her and that and she's like back off. Yeah. And then he yeah. sort of says like, you know, why are you being a fucking prude about this? Why are you being a bitch or whatever? And gives her these pills to like gives her chill pills basically. Mm. You know, relax. Chill out. He, and then she says, I don't guy. take anything. And he's like, oh, no wonder you're writing so hard to get through. Yeah. Which lends the question, are the writers of you absolutely at the tits when they write this shit? <laughs> they think that they're great writers yeah. and because of the drugs that they're, they're doing. just boring cokeheads coming up with repetitive yeah. shit. Well, I mean, I like it though. There's a lot of action, you know what I mean? It does seem like they might have written it on coke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like twists and turns and stuff. There's yeah. like a lot of twists and turns, yeah. There's no kind sure. of like thinking about logic, it's just like what's exciting. What's fu- yeah, 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 watching this show is a bit like being sober around people on coke. Yeah, Like you bit. never know what's quite going to happen. There's a lot of repetitive, sort of tedious <laughs> elements, but yeah. it could go south at any moment. It's true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, so... Um, while this is going on, Joe has stolen Peach's laptop. So mm-hmm. she stole her laptop at the uh, party at mm-hmm. the bookshop. And he's trying to work out what her password is. Yeah. Um, I know what her password is. Well, it's not Baby Girl, which is one of the top passwords in the world. Yeah, all my passwords are Baby Girl. Baby Girl 69. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the but it is turns out to be Beckalicious Beckalicious yes it <laughs> <laughs> uh, tells us a lot doesn't it just that <laughs> so Gemma good job your yes one of our predictions was right we have to give it to, to you thank for that. you you guys we were did good poker faces really good very good acting absolutely yeah but I mean I'm excited that that's what happened for sure love because it wasn't that. even a prediction you just said I want them to get together yeah you were shipping it from the shipping it yeah, yeah. from the beginning which I would I didn't see it when I watched the first time I didn't really see it coming no I didn't mm. either blindsided me I just felt Peach's erotic uh, sort of tension with Beck you know 
was something mm. I was alert to. You picked mm-hmm. up on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she's got a folder of thousands of images of Beck. Yeah. Beck I don't. I, that see, that's more than just a little passing fancy. I think that's you know, years of obsession. Years, yeah. And she's got them in the folder, so it's handy to get to. You know what I mean? So she's mm. maybe using that quite a lot. So know. is she jacking over them? Do you think? Yeah. On the yeah. Or maybe she'll have a glass of wine and she's just kind of listening to some nice music and she's sort of looking through them and imagining what their life could be together, right. you know what I mean? And then jacking it. And then, you know, maybe. Because <laughs> when Joe finds it, he's near the, he's outside the cube downstairs and then he jacks it to the photo, imagining her, she's there in yes. the outfit. Yes, uh-huh. Because the there's no so naked pork pictures, but she's got the point, he bikini on. He can't get onto her computer, but he's like he opens like Peach's food journal. Yeah, oh, so it's a physical photo, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then there's a Polaroid of Beck in like mm-hmm. bikini, a bikini, yeah. And then she appears in his vision mm. in the book. Cube. I find that confusing. And that. he comes after about eight seconds there as well. <laughs> so we never know if we're coming to go with this guy. That's what I was wondering. Like, what is the show trying to te- like trying to say about men who come quickly? <laughs> I don't know. They're like murderers and exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like whoa. Uh, take note. Taking note of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that happens during the whole literary party, and then there's another vision of that he has of when he finds all the photos of Beck on Peach's laptop of. Mm. Beck and Peach together. Do we see Candace in this episode at all? No, that's no, the next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk. about But that's it. what I, it confuses me. All the, the visions. visions and Honestly, stuff like I'm that. like, what's going on here? So the end of this episode is um, Joe has overheard the conversation where Peach is like, she's not ready for a literary agent. Blah 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 blah. Beck comes over to the house and she's like, I'm gonna go meet that guy, <clears throat> and then he basically yells. He, he, he doesn't. He, he, you, he you suck. Yeah, he thinks you're shit. <laughs> yeah. No, he actually says he doesn't care. I think yeah. is what yeah. he actually says. And then they, she goes off and a half. And that proves that Peach has got to him. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. he would never blow his top like that and jeopardize what he's up to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. after all the limo stuff happens and and Beck confronts Peach. Um, and she's like, you, you set me up. Like I knew you don't believe in me. Blah blah blah. That is when Joe, who has been jogging throughout this episode, really badly as well. Central Park. Um, (laughs) in broad daylight, decides it's a great idea to cap on. Cap on, which we we need to talk about, right? Crucially, cap on. I think it's a new cap because it looks. It's either it's (laughs) a grey cap. I thought. But then I thought, has he just worn the black one so much it's faded to grey? No, it's to go with his new running jacket. Zip up. Maybe he's been washing it. He's got a specific. (laughs) (laughs) Got a specific running outfit. Yes. And he runs really badly. His technique's awful. Yeah. And I know that's part of it. I'm not a runner. Really? But you know, I've got eyes. I'm also not a runner. No, no. Uh, That's just ready to throw the first stone. Yeah. <laughs> Before Joe cast his stone. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't sure how much of that was intentional. He looks like in real life he might run like that, and it looks really funny. I have to say, yeah, I'm finding him. He looks him profoundly unathletic. Can I give you a Running. Running. <laughs> yeah. He's so unattractive to me now, Penn Badgley, after just these few fucking episodes, right? I hate seeing him, and I'm not here to. Um, 
body shame any men mm-hmm. listening or whatever but I really hate seeing him cut about in that little wife beater and his scrawny little yeah he doesn't look good I hate him this is the opposite of the Seth Cohen thing it's just like the character is just ruining everything I think about this man you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean totally um, no dice on him running never ran never ridden a horse it's not lift this guy does anyone call him pee badge or what can I get uh, that going or? I like it I like it yeah, yeah let's do well, it pee badge <laughs> um, so, so he runs after once in the park doesn't he and then we leave the story and then he comes back for the we second we actually have missed out a crucial part of this episode which is Peach's um, attempted suicide yes which yeah. is a whole part of all of this yeah her tactical pretend suicide so that is when he realises that is when Joe realises that um oh no hang on I love that you've written down good job Jim when Um, do we hear the sentence let's just say me and James Franco didn't end that well ugh yeah is that Annika who says that no Peach Peach. says that because her laptop's stolen from her apartment and she's like comes to Joe's apartment to look for it how does she end up in Joe's apartment and how does he end up in hers don't uh, know. Unclear. No idea. Beck There's a lot of like unlocked doors in this program. Beck's at his York. apartment, I think, and she's like, "What's where? Can I come to his apartment?" I don't mm. know. That's right. my. But then how does he get into Peach's? That's stuff. me reading between the lines. Well, he's a stalker, so he can do whatever he wants. He's got stalker powers. Yeah. yeah. Well, they spent a bit of time sort of being a bit more careful about that in the early episodes, right? He was sort of tricking his way in in a clever way yeah. into apartments, but now it's just like bland. Basically, like, remember when we remember that funny gas thing earlier? That yeah. was quite clever. Assume that was done again. It's all gas all the time. <laughs> it's now. all gas! <laughs> Unless stated otherwise, it's all gas. Um... <laughs> I'm imagining us going to like a U Comic Con and asking all these questions in absolute detail. They're just like assume it's all gas all the time. Gas, so yeah, gas. she she fakes a suicide. Joe realizes that, and Beck will always pick Peach over him, and that is when he decides to hit her with the rock. Mm. Um, biffs her on the head. After he biffs her on the head, <laughs> he has, does the worst his, monologue in TV history. Oh boy, he says detectives are real and DNA is a thing. And I just hit that girl with a rock. And it is fucking... Oh, I hated that. And I've seen that twice now. And, yeah. The things he says uh, that are cringed so hard at it. I know. Because it doesn't make any sense, but he's not a fucking idiot. He didn't think any of that stuff when he was killing Benji, did he? He was just like, right, well, I've got to get on with this, get rid of the body. He killed him in a very discreet death cube. (laughs) Underground. He never lure Peach to the death cube, like she would not be doing that. in broad daylight in a broad, the park, broad daylight thing is wild like it how is, far yeah. do you think the cap extends in terms of a cover <laughs> over up? the whole park <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's night time because he's wearing a cap and it's covering his eyes <laughs> uh, yeah that oh my god detectives are real and DNA is a thing yeah, yeah I just hit that shit. girl with a rock but you wouldn't be that stupid die right or is that for next no episode? so she, yeah. she I don't know if it's cleared up in this one or not so mm. I mean spoiler alert if you're spoiler on the next alert <laughs> okay we'll wait until the next one but on this show you always know that the next thing is coming like four minutes later yeah so you can never really adjust to how things are comfortably yeah. because you know the carpet will be pulled from under you again I like that in a way it's a bit of a thrill ride isn't yeah. it you know it around is. every corner something's happening say episode six is a thrill ride cha <laughs> to end the whole thrill ride <laughs> Exactly. Bit of a teaser for the next episode for listeners. Yeah. And then we see back to Paco. 
Back to Paco. Oh. Joe comes up the stairs, sees Paco. Mm-hmm. Sees Ron. Sees Ron. Floor. More importantly. My man. Essentially, dude. Her working. Yeah. And then he's like, Ron. Paco, son. This is what you need on? to do. Yeah, because mm. he learned that from Peach's, Peach. Yep. When Peach had taken all those pills. Mm. Yeah. He watched back. Put so he. Yeah, sticks yep. his fingers down. Ron, the, mm-hmm. you, you amuse your flame. Ron, Down his throat, Ron. saves him, he pukes all up, and then he just immediately beats the absolute shit out of Joe. Yeah. And then Paco right. hears this happening, comes out the door, looks round, and then he's a wee shite bag about it, and he just goes back and flat. I know, after trying to murder him, he's like, oh, now I've got blue balls or whatever. He's a little dick, man. I don't understand why he couldn't have just said that, it, that Ron attempted to kill himself. Yeah. That's another plot hole. He's not smart Yeah, enough. yeah, I never even thought of that. Because if he actually wanted Ron to die, yeah, he probably did. He want Ron to die or just knock him out? Unclear. Didn't really know what he was doing. Maybe he hasn't read enough books to know (laughs) quite exactly. He's got street smarts. He's only got book smarts. (laughs) Exactly. That's why Paco wouldn't win The Apprentice. Yeah, and he's a little bitch. He is a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Paco. But yeah, poor Ron. He doesn't know what's going on. One minute he's eating his mashed potatoes, whoever. Next minute he's on to. He's uh, you know, he's got fucking Joe's fingers down his throat. Yep. That's a bit so the size he, of it. he rightly beats Joe almost to death, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I feel a kinship with Ron there because it's <laughs> Joe is such a creep, he's such a rotter, he's a yeah. wronging in the truest yeah. sense yeah. In, in every way. And if you were Ron, to be fair, I don't think about this now, but knowing what you know about Joe yeah. and having your guard up, you You've might have thought that, that Joe was the one that planned to do that to you. Absolutely, yeah. Because if it was a case of either Paco tried to kill you or Joe did, you'd be like, well, probably Joe. Probably Joe. Mm, or maybe. Joe told Paco to. Yeah, and I'm a man, a man with this pure, pure physical yeah. force, and I'm going to express I myself as I hate the new Joe advert, and I'm going to take it out on you. <laughs> yeah, rotten. Man's man. Another bit of this I enjoyed it was when, to go back, when they're at the party and uh, Peach is absolutely giving it to Joe. Mm-hmm. And she's doing all these jokes about sex not lasting very long and all that kind of stuff. But she's meant to be very gently, subtly undermining him. But it's actually like she's hitting him over the head it's, with an inflatable hammer. Yes. Like it's so obvious <laughs> yeah. what's happening. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the dialogue is not subtle, I would say. <laughs> yeah. But you know, again, what's the lesson we're learning from this, right? You shouldn't make fun of a man's bad erections and this horrible sex technique. It wasn't there for all of his erection. Yeah. I don't think. Well, that's true. Fine. <laughs> to be fair, let's give him the due. <clears throat> I'm just imagining that it wasn't a great one. It wasn't I don't know. stellar. It was only a like hot dog, right, with buns. Yeah, what was that bunch? I know that Maybe she previous. means it's g- girthy, it's wide. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> the buns. But to me, the bun is the Balls. the lady. Oh, yes, that's the lady, yeah. So that was confusing oh, for me. I thought it was circumcised and uncircumcised. Oh, really? Because oh, right. there was a mushroom as well, and is that... Is that... Oh, I can't remember, I don't know. It doesn't really imply either way, I don't think. Well, it's like the top bit, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but you've still got the top bit, as you call it, if you're circumcised, or the other way. Do you? Okay. What are the emojis for circumcised and uncircumcised, anyway? I don't, I don't know, know if there are an official Apple. Well, that's one. exactly. We've not really been you having this conversation. need to make this, this more clear. Yeah. <laughs> Educate people. Text in, guys. Email in if you know 
what emojis communicate circumcised <laughs> we'd love to know really crucial to know. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you'd like to say about this episode I was quite sleepy when I watched these I'll be honest and I found it quite confusing and I hate it when there's flashbacks and stuff like that because then I'm like what's real what's, what's not what have I forgotten yeah. here yeah <laughs> um yeah I yeah I, my most hated thing was when he was at the girls party I think he should have left yeah. immediately 100% and he just hung about like an absolute creep <laughs> god yeah, but there's lots happening. I'm really excited that Beck and Peach have got this true connection. Why do Why do you think Beck has not noticed this about Peach? She's daft. Yeah. I don't know. Peach Maybe is such a lovely and really handsome she's woman. She's self-obsessed. She is, yeah. She's so dull. But Peach is like the, a woman with that... that Gemma, you don't patience. need to tell me. Yeah, just, just. <laughs> is, is it? We are peach. Forgetting that. But if if um, so is it never suggested that Beck really knew about this then or what? Well, like, Joe no, because when Joe brings it up, she's like, she yeah. sort of rubbishes it, doesn't she? Yeah, she's I think. Like, whatever. Yeah. Peach doesn't. Cause what an opportunity to be with Peach! Like what? She's I rich. She's a salinger, you know. Salinger. Yeah. She would do anything for Beck. She Beck'd. would control <laughs> you, like. Though that's the yeah. Once she's got the claws in, yeah. you're her puppet. Do you know what I mean? I would love to be Peach's puppet. That would be great. <laughs> Peach's cash flow. Jane Peachy's oh. pussy. Like a champ. Yeah. One hundred. <laughs> you're kidding if you don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, I do think that. I just wanted to get it from you. <laughs> Peach can eat puss, absolutely. Is that where we're ending this episode? Let's end it there. Seems Let's like a there. fitting place. Plugs. Plugs. <laughs> I don't know. Listen to the last episode. Listen to the last episode. Yeah. Peter Pancakes, nice and sleazies. Vision board. Vision board. Fuck yeah. We never actually say how people can buy tickets or anything. To Just come events. to the door. Come to the. Follow show. us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. That's the all thing. The at Stuart P. At Gemma Flynn. At Siobhan Ma. Thanks so much. Peach can eat pussy. <laughs> this has been a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com. <laughs> <laughs>